Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. But I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, choose like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Remy and happy Jolidays. And I'm Emily and what you said. Yeah, jolly days, <laughs> winter solstice. Winter solstice. I'm going to start um, saying happy winter solstice happy to winter people. Happy winter solstice. I want to see the looks on their faces. All right. Today, we're talking about all things holiday. On our last holiday episode, we were talking Thanksgiving, eating around the family, all that stuff. Did anything happen of note at your Thanksgiving? Actually, yes. Okay. So I remember in that episode kind of outing my dad a little bit because mm-hmm. my dad every single year without mm-hmm. fail he'll point to the appetizer table and be like the key to thanksgiving is not eating any of this stuff aka like saving up your appetite uh-huh. for the meal uh-huh. which i think is just ridiculous i'm yeah. not going to eat the beautiful spread of cheese and crackers and hummus it's insane what are you talking about and i mean i knew it was going to happen but but this year he said it uh-huh and he also said that he hadn't eaten since 10 p.m. the night before. To prepare. To prepare. And do you know what I said to him? And I'm so proud of what this. What did you say? I said, if you were really trying to prepare, you would have stretched your stomach like Kobayashi. The ah. guy who won all <laughs> those hot, hot dog. guy. Yeah, hot dog. He would prepare, you know, months in advance. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're really these... preparing to eat. Right. So like. But your dad's not preparing to eat. He's preparing to to save up. Yeah. But he's phrasing it like he's preparing to eat. Right. Like it'll make the holiday more, like it'll make him able to eat a bigger yeah. meal. Yeah. But really, it's the opposite. And so I schooled his ass um, in that category. And what I felt say? really good about it. Um, He kind of just laughed it off. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't become a big conversation. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, yeah, suck on that. Suck on that. Yeah. Suck down a hot dog, dad. Yep. Did um, anything happen of note for you? It did. So I was expecting for people to comment on what people were or weren't eating. Um, That did not happen at the meal. Um, But my little cousin, who is a wonderful, hilarious person, also gorgeous, has recently started influencing a little on Instagram or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I get back to the table because my sister and I had been in the bathroom Crying? As as sisters do. No, just discussing how everything's going down. Oh, checking in. Yeah, just checking in. And we get back and my- I love how I just assumed you were crying in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) We were not crying. Um, I've spent some Thanksgivings crying in the bathroom. But so we got back to the table and my cousin's face is like white. And like she looks like she's going to start crying. And Mm. I'm like, what's wrong? And it turns out that somebody at the table, one of the older people- was um, bringing up her Instagram to her mom and said, 
look at her boobs and look at how she poses and look at that. So my cousin is watching an older family member show her bikini pics to her mom in front of her in front of her at Thanksgiving. That's really uncomfortable. Yeah, that would make me so uncomfortable. Like, I hate when people look at pictures of you in front of you. Yeah. Or um, when you hand somebody your phone and they like scroll through your yeah, whole. Yeah, yeah, It's such an invasion of privacy. I mean, Instagram obviously is. is it's public, public or semi-public. But you depending. don't assume at an eating holiday, you're going to have two of your family members looking at your body and talking about how you pose. and No. And, and there's no age when it's appropriate to be talking about a family member's boobs. I just don't sure. think there is, you know, yeah. unless it's like to that person and, right. you're, and you're like, right. girl, what's your cup size? I don't know. Right. I, don't, I don't know what big titted women talk to each other <laughs> about, but um, there's never an appropriate occasion to be like, wow, she's really got her titties out yeah. for uh, all of Instagram. Yeah. And yeah, she just felt really bad. And oh, I, I, I tried sorry. to get involved or whatever, but at that point they'd already put it away. But like, again, it doesn't have to be a bathing suit picture. If anybody was like look at these pictures of Remy and I'm like right across from you. Right. It's odd. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Anyway, I hope Very none weird. of that happens at your holiday celebrations, you guys. Yeah. Um, if it does, let us know. But let's talk about other holiday things. Do you have a favorite type of holiday season food? I do. So on Christmas Eve, My family's own little tradition is that my brother-in-law will go to Arthur Avenue, Mm -hmm. um, which is in the Bronx for non-New York people, and Mm -hmm. he'll get really delicious Italian food, raviolis, cheeses, meats, like just so, so much Italian food. And that's what we eat on Christmas Eve. Are you guys Italian? Um, So I'm a fourth, Mm -hmm. I think. My my grandpa is Italian. Mm -hmm. Um, But then on one side, the... Like my aunt on one side married an Italian man. So they're Uh all Italian. Exactly. Um, And then on the other side, completely Jewish. So I'm a pizza bagel. You're a pizza bagel. Yeah. Um, We're a pizza bagel too because Ben's dad is Italian. Oh, wow. DeMarco. Yes, of course. So we also will have Italian stuff at Christmas and like- uh, Do they do the seven fish dishes? They do sometimes. That's cute. See, we don't do that. We just do like generic I learned about that from uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey. I didn't know that Mm. fishes were a part of Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Fishness. It's a really, it's a sweet tradition. I've done it once before because I had a friend who was Italian. But anyway- And it's nice if you're Jewish and you don't eat ham. Like if you're a kosher person, ham is usually the only thing. So this is actually something that I'm- dealing with I won't spend too much time on it but I am in the middle of converting to Judaism yes she is so I'm you know in the process of deciding what role Christmas is going to Mm -hmm. play in my life Mm -hmm. moving forward and the thing is I I kind of have the attitude of of if my family is celebrating then I can still celebrate it it's not a we don't regard it as a religious holiday yeah um necessarily it's just like a festive time when the family can be together yeah so um since my sister throws a christmas eve party i can go over and celebrate with them but i will probably never have a christmas tree in my house because andy says it's too goyish i would love to have one Mm. but i don't know if i've ever told you this so i didn't really understand the difference between jews and christians or anything when i was growing up i just saw christmas was a thing and Mm -hmm. it seemed like we didn't do it and i was like confused about it because i was like wait why aren't we doing this why aren't we getting the gifts like maybe my parents just need like a little help so there was one day that like all of the trees were thrown out on the sidewalk in new york and there was this really tiny one and i was like five years old and i just like started dragging it home (laughs) and (laughs) we got there my mom was like what is this and i was like well mom i don't know if you noticed but it's christmas and if we set up this tree we're gonna get gifts (laughs) oh like then santa will know to bring my presents That's incredible. Yeah. Was it a, it was, so it was a U-sized Christmas tree? It was a tiny, yeah, me-sized. It was basically a Hanukkah bush. It was a Hanukkah bush. Yeah. Oh, it was a so my-sized Barbie, but a tree. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. 
Small's cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your own fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some Small's to my friend in Brooklyn who is fostering kittens, and they took to it right away. It is delicious. It is nutritious. It is easy to serve. Yum, yum, yum. Eat it up. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com slash DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. Warmer weather is finally back after so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun, but the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local Local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Do you have holiday traditions that you look forward to? Like, do you guys make latkes for Hanukkah? We don't. We, like, used to. When my mom was raising us, she was like, I'm going to teach you all of Jewish values and stuff. And so, like, we did Hanukkah then. Um, for anybody who's listening and doesn't celebrate Hanukkah or doesn't know about Judaism, it is mostly for children. So, like, a yeah. lot of people stop doing Hanukkah when they're older. So if people are like, oh, when's Hanukkah? Like, we don't know either. Yeah. So Hanukkah is one of those holidays that has become a bigger holiday than I would say it was intended to be because it's because a, of Christmas, because of Christmas, yeah. because, you know, these are our fighters, essentially. Yeah. Christmas, we have we have a fighter on one side. Mm -hmm. It's and then we have a fighter on the other side. That's Hanukkah. Mm -hmm. Hanukkah Harry versus Santa. Mm -hmm. And it's like the butter battle book. Did you ever read? No. That? Oh, it's a Dr. Seuss book. And it's like these two sides of a wall like there's this big wall and there are these two civilizations on either side one side likes to eat their bread with the butter side up mm -hmm. and the other side likes to eat their bread with the butter side down and it's kind of like they're at each other's throats but it's like all just about bread and that's and it's how the I, same thing that's kind of how i think of christmas and hanukkah it's like we're kind of just blending it into um general festivity general festivity like general winter festivity yeah but none of it is actually religious and none of it actually i was gonna say ben's family there's no denomination about there's christianity no has nothing to do with christmas yeah it's and, about and it never gift did giving for me. and fun and good smells and good food yeah totally and it, it really is the most magical time that being said are there holiday foods that you find overrated yeah um we have a little short list here and eggnog is on here. Eggnog, I don't just think it's overrated. I think it's disgusting. I think it's disgusting. And I don't understand how people like it. And I feel bad about it. That you don't like it? Yes. I was so excited to try eggnog for my first time. I was like at a, 
outdoor skating, you know, winter market. Cute. So cute. College, wonderful. My friend gets me some nog. I was like, Bleh. yeah. Like, and then I felt, I was like, I felt disrespectful, but I also felt like if I had been drinking this the whole time, my palate might have adapted. I was literally just about to say that. Mm -hmm. I think it's one of those things that if you grow up with it, you're brainwashed into liking it. So then you'll like it forever. Yeah. So like, do Christian people not like Manischewitz? I'd be like, how? It's delicious. Oh, Remy, no, they don't. It's delicious. Remy, no. Yum. <laughs> Yum. That is so funny that that's what you used as, as an example because nobody likes Manischewitz, yeah, I thought. Your girl does. Well, I'm happy for you. I, I'm happy that you uh, like your wine super sweet. If they leave an extra Manny for Elijah, I get it. Oh, Remy, I keep learning more and more about <laughs> you. I love that. Um all right, are latkes overrated? No, I think underrated. No. I don't know why they're on this list. I'm crossing it out. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're underrated. They're delicious. They're underrated. They're crispy. Potatoey. Potatoey. You put them with applesauce or sour cream. Or sour cream. And I honestly don't know which dip is better. They're both they both elevate it, the latke. It literally it brings it so nicely to the savory and so nicely to the sweet. Totally. So one fun thing around the holidays, my um, my sister's gynecologist, I know that was a really weird way to start that sentence. Shout out. The man who delivered my nephews. Obstetrician. Also, there you go. Yeah. Okay. OBGYN. Yes. He also delivered the three of us. Mm -hmm. So he's like our family. <laughs> he also delivered us latkes. Um, well, you're not far off. <laughs> okay. So every year he and his wife do a thing called Lotkathon mm -hmm. and they live on the Upper East Side in a penthouse. They're mm -hmm. extremely loaded. And um, and they just have all the people they've ever met in their lives over, like patients, colleagues. Mm -hmm. The wife is an artist, so she has her little fancy art colleagues okay. over. And it's just a room full of latkes mm. of every kind, every variation. Mm -hmm. And um, I haven't personally been because the first couple times that they were invited, I declined. Mm -hmm. But then after seeing pictures, I was like, oh, okay, this is not just like your uncle's Hanukkah celebration. No. This is spectacular. Yeah. So I'm trying to get an invite to that this year. Oh, yes. So, okay. What I was going to say too is I didn't used to like latkes when I was little. But I think my palate has changed because I've been eating them. And they're delicious. And they're delicious. What didn't you like about them? The texture? I think, yeah, what they looked like. Like I was like, I'm, yeah. that's getting, I'm getting into a big mess right now. Yeah, when you're a kid, anything that looks lumpy, yeah, you're like, like, looks like I, it already tastes bad. I can yeah, taste yeah, it yeah. in my mouth. And they're like, Emily, you didn't even try it. Yeah. And you're like, I hate it. Grow up. Um, Ham. Ham is on this list. You like ham? I like ham. I love ham. Not as much as other people do. Mm-hmm. My brother loves ham. So I think I mm -hmm. think for a few holidays we would have a ham, but I'm trying to think I don't I don't think we've had a ham in a while. My family never had a ham because like why would we? Mm -hmm. And for that reason, I'm in. Okay. Mhm. Mm Fair. I mean, it's a very flavorful meat. Yeah, I love the the edges. Yes. When they're all caramelized oh, and shit. So good. So good. What do you think about gingerbread? Um, it makes some beautiful structures. Yeah. I really, when you were saying the Laka Spectacular, I was thinking about a gingerbread house spectacular that Ben and I went to, which was like amazing. Were they life-size gingerbread houses? They were houses? huge. It was like a competition. Like you could walk it into it? You can walk into them, but they were like human-sized. Like That's awesome. awesome. Um, It's hard enough to put a- Would I want to eat more than one gingerbread cookie? Probably not. No, I don't like them at all. Okay. I don't like them at all. But I actually think that makes them the perfect cookie mm -hmm. to make a gingerbread house out of. Or to, to make you don't a house feel like out you're of. wasting too yeah, much. Yeah, because I don't want to eat any of it. Yeah. It's sitting there. It's like out making there. a candy corn house. You don't like candy corn? No. <laughs> <laughs> Although. I like it. Actually, actually, I recalibrated my taste with candy corn because. Um, I recalibrated I, my I taste. Did. I did. It's because like you opened up the control panel. Yes. 
Um, Crossed a few wires. Robin, our How Come producer from New Zealand, brought me all this like New Zealand candy to try. Mm -hmm. And then when she came over, I bought her like a bunch of American candy to try. And we just like went through everything. And she was trying candy corn. And she was like, oh, it's amazing. It tastes like this milky um, candy that we have. And I was like, milky? What do you mean? And I closed my eyes and I ate it thinking about milk. And I was like, wait, if I eat it this way, like it's actually a really delicious milky candy. But but it was different than the candy corn you find in the States. No, no, no. I'm saying this was candy corn that I bought her. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so she. Tried the candy corn. Tried the and she candy. said, oh, this is like a milk candy that we have in New Zealand. So then you ate it with that image in mind. Yes. And it made it more delicious yes. for you. You know, that says it all. Because I think your mental state can impact how things taste to you. Yeah. I mean, think about how much better things taste when you're, when you're hungry, Mm -hmm. you know? I also went to a food exhibit once at the Museum of Natural History and it was talking about how the color of foods can uh, alter how your mind perceives Mm. it. So there were two pieces of steak and one was like red and gorgeous or whatever. And then one had blue food dye on it. Mm. And it was like, how disgusted are you by the blue steak? And I was like, oh, disgusted. But it's the same. Yeah. So maybe I just don't like looking at stuff that's yellow and orange, but then if I close my eyes and I picture it like milk, I'm like, delicious. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to newly, that's N-U-U-L-Y dot com and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Okay. All right, let's get back to the list. What's overrated? Have you ever had a mince pie? Um, yes, I've had it before, but not a traditional holiday food for me. What I'm is not, a mince pie? I, I, it's um <laughs> a mince meat pie mm-hmm. is not really meat. I learned this because I studied abroad in um, England. Mm-hmm. It's like cut up dates and nuts and they call it mince meat, but it's not meat. Um, it's very deceptive. Yeah, very deceptive. The, the British have a lot of deceptive desserts, actually. Yeah. Oh, they have that fucking pudding. What's the one? Yorkshire pudding. Yorkshire pudding. Yeah. Not a pudding. Not a it's pudding. It's a bread. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They're always trying to deceive us with their fancy little terminology. See, mince pies, I was thinking it was like savory pies, which Yeah, no, I and that, that sounds a delicious. Pie. A shepherd's pie? A shepherd's pie. Oh, my God. If we ate that on Christmas Eve, I mm. would never go home. Mm. <laughs> this is one thing. I've actually cut back on my drinking. I haven't drank any alcohol in about three months. Oh, wait, before we get to drinking, can yeah. I add a holiday treat? Sure. Okay, so this this treat is not on the list. I think this is an underrated holiday food that mm-hmm. everybody should make. Ben makes a meatloaf cupcake. So little oh. personal meatloaf cupcakes, and then the icing is mashed potatoes. Any ketchup? Yeah, of course. 
Yeah, that was a silly of question. It's mixed into the. That sounds incredible. Incredible, right? And are they cons- they cook consistently? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. He needs to send me the recipe. He will. I'll, yeah, I feel I'll, like that's I'll something send I could it make. to all of you, you guys. It's so fun because everyone gets their own individual one. Yeah. They look cute. Like if you're somebody who likes plating, you could put like a little bacon in it mm-hmm. or whatever. Like they look beautiful and also. Not that anybody should be shaming you for going back for seconds, but like once it's gone, it's gone. Get another one. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. Do you know what I made, which I think is a really great holiday treat to make if mm. you're not that skilled at baking, mm. which I am certainly not. Mm-hmm. I made salted caramel rice crispy treats. And Ooh. yeah, it, um, they were Paula Dean's son's recipe. Okay. And um, the famous Paula Dean's son. Yeah, exactly. She really <laughs> kept it in the family, mm-hmm. but it's similar to a Paula Dean recipe, you know, like high, a lot of butter, a lot of butter, a lot of heavy cream, mm-hmm. but it's so good. And it's, it's, you basically make caramel and you mix in the marshmallows. It takes like 20 minutes and it's honestly better than most desserts Sounds that I've yummy. had. Yeah. It, it was really incredible. So that's another one that you could make. Uh, just search Dean yeah. Brothers salted caramel rice crispy treats. Is there anything um, going on into this holiday season that's different for you this time around? Why, yes, Remy, there is. Oh. And I wasn't sure. I mean, I, I like I'm not sure how much I should even talk about this because it's not like. I'm not sober or anything. Like okay. I'm not quitting drinking. But you're drinking less. I'm just drinking less. I started um, having really terrible hangovers, even uh-huh. when I would only have like a glass or two of wine. Uh-huh. I just didn't feel like myself the next day. And I also was finding, because I went to quite a few weddings this past year, mm-hmm. I would get hammered at these yeah. weddings because, you know, open bar, what are you going to, you yeah. know, th- yeah. there's not much else to do, especially because these were weddings uh these were not my friends' weddings. These were my boyfriend's so friends' weddings. So you need the lubrication. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I felt like I needed to drink to reduce my anxiety. Mm-hmm. But then what was happening was by the end of the night, I w- would always feel more anxious. Of course. And a few nights I ended in tears. Yeah. For no reason. I'm not even, you know, I'm not even much of a crier uh-huh. and I would just end up crying at the end of the night and just thinking, I don't want to feel like this. So, so I started taking a little break and I I don't miss it at all. I I kind of am realizing that I haven't liked it for quite some time. Mm -hmm. And it's weird. I thought I couldn't stop. Like Mm -hmm. I thought I, I thought people wouldn't want to hang out with me. I don't even, I don't even know what I was thinking, but after the first few times that I went to parties or went out for you know, happy hour with friends and and just had a soda or like didn't drink. Mm-hmm. It shocked me, A, how little other people cared. Totally. And B, how normal I felt and how good I felt good. at the end of the night. Yeah. So I'm kind of keeping that going. But so were you drinking for Thanksgiving or no? No. Okay, great. No. Um, you know, I literally I haven't had a drink in, you know, two, three months. Wow. Yeah, I'm I've been tracking it, that but I don't feel really. sober. Like, well, okay. So, well, first of all, I'm not sober. I smoke a lot of weed. Oh, that's LA sober, baby. <laughs> that's true. California sober. That's California sober. Colorado sober. Yeah. Um, but it's not like I wouldn't have a glass of wine if I wanted to. It's just that I haven't wanted to. So this sense? is yeah. This is kind of the way that I drink. I stopped drinking a few years ago, like because my sister was like, "Did you ever notice that you puke and cry every time you have more than two drinks?" There you go. And I was like. I does not everybody puke and cry every time they drink and she's like no and like are you even having fun and I was like no but I had the same thing that I was like what do you do socially then Mm -hmm. um and it turns out you are a better version of yourself because you're not your pukey cry version you're Mm -hmm. just like either high or sober or whatever and like having a fine time and not waking up with a crazy hangover the next day or whatever but like when I tell people that I don't drink I think it gets misconstrued to that I'm sober or whatever, where no, I'll have a glass of champagne if it's yeah. a um, a celebration or something. Like I actually did drink more than I should have at our Thanksgiving this year. Okay. Um, and I, I guess like forgot that like I do get like uncomfortable and hot and like red and, you know, like. I get red too. Yeah. It's not the cutest look, um, I will say. Yeah. So, so how did you feel afterwards or the next day? Did you feel okay? Um, 
I felt, yeah, I think I felt fine. But I just remember in the moment being like, oh, we don't need to be doing this. You know, like kind of like this is why we don't need to do this. Yeah. Like like, I I really don't need to be drinking right now. I I would have just as easy of a time connecting with the people at this dinner if I wasn't drinking. And I think a lot of the time when I'm drinking, it's because I'm bored or like trying to do something, you know, I have like a fucking oral fixation as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm, I have to remind myself, like reach for the water instead of the wine. Like you'll still be taking a gulp. It'll still be fine. Yeah. But it's, I, I have liked drinking less. I think it's great. It, it really? Alcohol free living is really the best you guys. And I, I'm shocked that I'm saying this. I used to be the kind of, I, I used to be so vocal about like, I love drinking yeah. and I love drugs and yeah. I'm a party girl. And like in the last few years, I've realized I'm really not. And I really don't. Yeah. And I really don't need that to have fun. Well, that's like, it's like another standard that like we set ourselves up to is like people like people that party or whatever. And it's like not necessarily. And also I don't like me when I'm partying. Exactly. So then what does it matter if you're creating this facade that other people like? That being said, if you like drinking and you like partying and it does something for you, fucking do it. Oh, go for it. But also on the other side of that, if you've been thinking about cutting back on your drinking, not even quitting, but Mm -hmm. just cutting back, but you're like, but the holidays are coming up. I can't do that. Mm -hmm. You can. You can. You absolutely can. Just do less. I've been thinking about cutting back on weed because I honestly, I've been realizing when I don't have enough around, I've gotten even more anxious. Mm. And so for a drug that is helping me quell my anxiety ends up making me more anxious. I'm like, okay, this is not what we're here for anymore. So I've been thinking that um, after Christmas, I'm going to want to cut down I maybe only smoke like after 5 p.m., <laughs> which I know a lot of people are very judgmental, but I, I wake and bake and I smoke all day. You know, like Remy is one of the, these people that like will leave the Betches office, go around the mm-hmm. corner to Starbucks and she already has smoke a, a joint to my a face joint out of her pocket. Yeah. And she's lighting it up in front of me. And I'm like, go on, girl. Well, I've been sweating in this office for the <laughs> I know. I know. Are the are the ice packs still my icy? ice packs are warm right now? Oh, no. We need a mini fridge right over here. We really do. To give you a little refresh. So I, I think that'll be a little bit different this year because I won't be, you know, shit faced with mm. my mm-hmm. family. But I'll be fine. I know that I'll be fine because I've been doing it for a little while and I've honestly just loved the results. And so. also when you're the sober one, it's kind of fun oh, to watch so the drunk people. Fun to watch people act yeah. like morons. Yeah. It is so fun. And they never remember, but I will but always I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Do you guys have designated people who cook over the holidays? Is there ever like a struggle over who's going to cook, who gets to make what? Not really. People do have designated roles. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, that party that I, I mentioned my sister has most years for Christmas Eve, she will ask me to bring salad stuff and make a salad. And she'll be like, you know, pick a salad that you think everyone will enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, I picked it out of a cookbook. Damn it, I'm forgetting which cookbook. It's it's one of these Food Network gurus. Okay. But not the Barefoot Contessa and not... Jada. Jada. Somebody else. But it's like an orange avocado and mint salad. Mm. It's a traditional uh, Italian starter salad. Okay. And it's actually incredible. Mm-hmm. But then last year she asked me to make a salad and I got all the same stuff. I was prepared to make this avocado, orange and mint salad because everybody liked it the first time. Mm -hmm. And we're in the middle of dinner and I just suddenly realize I never made the salad. (laughs) And I felt like such a failure. I felt like the the biggest failure ever because that was my one job Mm. and I didn't do it. So 
This is all to say, I think I need to do something super impressive this year to make up for it. For yourself. For myself. Did anybody else notice that there was a salad missing? Yep. Oh, fuck. (laughs) I wasn't. You know, I realized it. And then I was like, oh, you know, maybe if I don't say anything. Wrong. Then no one else will realize it. Yeah, yeah, it was the wrong move. I should have brought it up first because Uh then when somebody brought it up later, I think it was my mom. Then I was like, you know, oh, yeah, I realized that, but I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to upset people, you know, and but. At that point, she's like, no, you didn't realize it. You just <laughs> completely forgot to make the salad and you weren't going to point it out. And Liz, she was right. Oh I wasn't going to I wasn't going to point it out. We've had some um, like we have people learning how to cook now who like want to insert themselves in the kitchen because they're like, I want to make my thing. OK, you know, like that's great. Yes and no, because if it's like a big something it's and like the two people who normally cook are like, get out of my kitchen. You don't know what you're doing. Mm. You're taking up all of this time and counter space. Like you're not an efficient cook yet. Right. Cause they're cook not used to it on a non holiday. Yeah. Do a trial run. No offense to this family member. No, of mine, you know what? I'm, but we always have to yell at them and be like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you actually. At first, I was like, oh, that's nice. Cause that means more people are chipping in. But then you just reminded me how the people who cook for everybody like in they every have a system they have a system every family and every group of friends has you know one or two people that they take over mm-hmm. when everyone's together mm-hmm. like they're in the kitchen they're like okay get the tongs mm-hmm. and they they have the cutting boards all laid out and they know how to instruct people like this is your job this is your job mm-hmm. they have a whole system and if you throw one part of that system out of whack it's very rude it's it's just it shatters their whole yeah. existence. Yeah. Um, so I think I agree with you. Yeah. A holiday is not the time to disturb that peace. If you want to bring something to a holiday and you're very proud of it, do it at your at home kitchen. Right. And yeah. then bring it. Just bring it. But don't be like, OK, but I want to be one of the chefs this year. You just want attention. That's what you want. Exactly. Yeah. Just why don't you and just it, it, get a puppy. thing that you make is going to get you negative attention. Yeah. You're going to take away from the attention that this person has been waiting on all year. This yeah. person, this is this person's time to shine. Maybe clear plates. Yeah. Load the dishwasher. Maybe um, make a beautiful tablescape. Maybe wipe the corners of my mouth if I have sauce on them. Yeah. There are many ways to be helpful <laughs> during a holiday meal is the point. Are you doing any traveling to warmer climates around this holiday season? Yeah, I actually am. I I don't every year, but this mm-hmm. year I am going to Panama for 10 days Ooh. in January. I'm really excited. But I will say I do get a little nervous uh-huh. uh, to travel in the wintertime because I feel like I'm not. I hate this expression, but beach ready. Sure. Like, I feel like, oh, do I need to get a spray tan? Mm-hmm. Do I need to, you know, uh, those little thoughts come up. I definitely push them out of my brain. I don't give in to them, but mm-hmm. they do come up. Yeah. I think it's very natural that yeah. we think like, oh, you're going to a beach location. You have to be beach ready. But what the fuck does that even well, mean? You know? I feel like a lot of people, they mean their bodies. They're yeah. not accustomed to showing their bodies. Their body doesn't look in the shape that they want it to be or whatever. But I think for me also, and for probably a lot of people, it's like mental because you're not accustomed to showing your body yeah. that much. Like it's not summer we haven't been inundated with bikini ads you haven't been seeing other people half naked on instagram in a really long time mm-hmm. um and it's like now i'm expected to take off my poncho yeah remy's always wearing a poncho I'm always wearing a poncho um i i read an article a long time ago that i cannot cite mm-hmm. because i don't remember where i read it great but there was some study done that people who live in warmer climates year round actually feel sexier Mm -hmm. more consistently Mm -hmm. because when you're showing more skin, you're able to feel with your senses more Mm -hmm. like you feel, you know, the air on your skin, you, you feel you, you like touch things more. It's just, it's a more sensual experience to have more bare skin. And I think that's a big reason why in the winter we all kind of get in our caves and and hibernate and we hibernate and we don't want to really like, go out and maybe we feel less sexy than normal. Yeah. It's because you're 
you're just not getting as much stimulation. Yeah. Um, so I find that breaking it up and like if you can go on vacation, not everybody has the means to. Mm-hmm. But when I am able to, it is a really nice refresher. I always feel better after. Yeah. I always feel like much more free. And I mean, I'm a summertime baby. I love the summer. Mm-hmm. I just I always feel so good. I always feel so free. The the feeling of like leaving your house just like in cut off shorts and a half shirt like that that is freedom to me it's fantastic to me that sounds like a nightmare yeah Um, and you know some people that's the thing is like you you also you don't necessarily have to wear a bathing suit if you're going to a warm climate you can still Mm -hmm. just dress for your body however you're comfortable I think another thing is I would recommend a linen dress a linen dress um look like Meryl Streep in any Nancy Myers movie coastal Um, grandma coastal grandma I think an issue that a lot of people deal with is the things that they're going to post from their vacation. Yeah. Um, And take that out of your vacation, like the expectation that you need to pose in a bathing suit if you go to a tropical location or warm. Like you don't. Mm -hmm. No, you You can wear your bathing suit and nobody ever has to see it. Yeah. You can just go live your life. Yeah. You don't have to think of a caption. You don't have to, you know... Pose you in a certain put your way. Phone away. You can put your phone away. You could not pack your phone. No, that's insane. If you, but you could. That's an insane thing to say. Going to, it a, insane to a or am I pushing location. The, am I pushing the boundaries? <laughs> I, did, did people not think that Benjamin Franklin was insane when he went out and got electrocuted? With they a did key think on he a, was insane. Yeah, but he's but a he's genius. But he's not telling and, people to go to Panama without a phone. Okay, well, let's see who, who gets the last laugh, Remy. <laughs> Watch, watch you get electrocuted in Panama <laughs> because of your phone. Because I'm flying a kite with a key on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, what's funny is I'm going with Andy's whole family and they all have phones. Like, it's like say, no, I'm going with Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> with Benjamin Franklin, actually. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Should we play a game? I think we should. Okay. So this game is, um, it's not a very original title. It's a working title. Would you be offended if someone got you this? Would you be offended if, if someone, someone got, got you this? this? Would you be offended? Would you cry? Incredible. Let's see. Okay. Would you be offended if somebody got you a waist trainer as a gift? Yes. But I would also be like, have you never seen my body? I would say the waist is the smallest part of me. Even teeny tiny little waist. That has never. Well, uh, what is the waist trainer for? What's it supposed to do? You want to make my arms look bigger and my ass look fatter? I want you to look like Jessica Rabbit for Christmas. Do you want me to be an actual hourglass? Um. You bring the corset. We bring the cinches. No one wants a waist over nine (sighs) inches. What is that from? TikTok. Um. (laughs) I, I still don't fully understand waist trainers. Like, do they just make your waist look smaller like a corset or are they supposed to actually train it? I've truly never looked into them because <laughs> it's my one non-problem area. Yeah. Well, don't say problem area. Sorry. But, but yes, one area that I've that never had not, a problem with. Yeah, you're not insecure about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, good. I mean, yeah. Although I, I did have somebody once tell me that my waist was a curse because it made everything else look so much bigger. That's not a thing. So rude, right? That's that's so rude and that's not a thing. I know. Okay, would you be offended if someone bought you dumbbells? No, I love dumbbells. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got so excited. Like yeah. the thought that somebody would actually give me dumbbells. That's like the type of thing that I would never buy myself, yeah. but I would appreciate. The only thing is they got to be heavy. Sure. I'm not, I'm not lifting five pound weights. That would offend you. That would offend me. I'd be like, what? But also, if somebody got you dumbbells, that's saying that they know something about you because you right. love lifting. I love it. Yeah, just <laughs> makes me feel alive. <laughs> um, yeah, but they gotta be they gotta be like twenty to twenty five. Mm-hmm. Um, would you be offended mm-hmm. if somebody got you a certificate for Botox? 
I'd be offended on behalf of my father. Right. Because he would give it to you for free. Yeah. Would he give it to you for free? Like, has he would he if d- I asked, of course. Have you had other skin procedures done um, from your dad? I've I used to have microdermabrasions when I Ooh. had like a lot of acne. It like sucks the stuff out of your pores. One of my older brothers learned how to do it so that he could um, charge his friends. That's amazing. How much did he was, charge for that? I don't remember. It, he was like fifteen at That's the time. That's a great side hustle. It was a great side hustle. Um, I also I went on Accutane when I was like sixteen. Um, oh, did you treatment. have a, did you have pretty bad acne? I, yeah. Bad oh, skin. wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people do go on it because they just they feel hopeless with their skin and they just like it, Accutane is very, very strong. Yeah. But what they don't realize is that it's it's literally poison. Yeah. <laughs> and like it kind of fucks you up for a while. Like, it does fuck you up for a while. It, doesn't it like and don't your lips get really everything is chapped, chapped and-, and dry and um. I was on it at the same time as this kid I was hooking up with, and our faces were falling off in oh, sheets like in math sandpaper? class. Like it was disgusting, and we both sat there with one pump of Lubriderm, just like slathering each other. Oh. We were, <laughs> it was so gross. I hope you took it home after and not him. No, he definitely jacked off of it after we put it on <laughs> okay. our faces. I would have, uh, I would have made sure that I was the sole possessor of the Lubriderm. But yeah, if somebody got me a, a, a Botox thing, I would be like, one, how dare you? My dad does that. And two, I haven't started that yet. Right. So it would just be odd. What you saying? What you saying to me? Yeah, yeah. I would definitely think they were trying to say something. Did you just hear my ice pack fall on the floor? <laughs> it just fell out of my pants. Did it slip right on, yeah. out from under your butt? <laughs> um, we need another system. Emily, would you be offended if somebody... Got, gave you their login to a Peloton app. As a gift? Yeah, I'd be offended. Oh, I what guess a it fucking d- cheap gift. How about they get you your own login? They get me my own account they get you for your... their Peloton? No, 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 no. Oh, Peloton doesn't oh, they... just do bikes. They also do like mat classes and all that stuff. Right. But so just to be clear, they're not giving me equipment. They're just giving me a membership. Yeah. So you could do mat classes or like guided Mm -hmm. workouts. I would never talk to that person again. Interesting. Yeah. So I have a friend who started listening to Diet Starts Tomorrow and she heard me saying that I like at-home workouts and she said, I can give you a login. And she has. And I thought it was the nicest thing in the world because I was like, oh, she's listening to what I like. And it's an appropriate gift. It's this an appropriate gift. Yet another example of how these gifts, they're not one size fits all. No. And they're not going to offend everybody and they're not going to make everybody happy. Totally. So it, it truly is the thought that counts. Yeah. Think of me. Think of me. Yeah. I, I If somebody got me like a membership to an online virtual classes thing, I'd be like, I already have YouTube. Right. You know, like to me, that just it wouldn't be worth it to me. But that's also my sensibility. Mm -hmm. I just I'm the type of person that's like, why are you spending money on that? And that's kind of like that's kind of a toxic trait of mine. Like I shouldn't I should stop telling other people how to spend their money. Fair. But I'm just always (laughs) like, do I tell you how to spend your money? No, no, no. I'm just saying. (laughs) Because you are doing that. (laughs) I'm just like, that's fucking Stupid. Why would you do that when you could belong to the why? But it's because like they don't want to go to the fucking yeah, like why. Maybe the why works for me, but it doesn't work for other people. And I have to respect that. Yes. But but in my defense, I'm only doing it because like I I want to help them. Like I, I think you want them to have more money for other things that you like. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's about me. No, <laughs> no. I want them to like invest their money. I just care about my friends and I just want like them to invest their money wisely. But I things. think a lot of times like that is an investment in their mental health and yeah. their physical health, you know, like. No, you're totally right. Yeah. And if it's something that you really know that you'll use and it's going to improve your quality of life. Yeah, go ahead and, and don't listen to what bitches like me say. It's what makes you happy. I have another one. Somebody buys you a pair of athletic sneakers. Yeah, I need some, actually. If somebody Ugh. listening to this podcast wants to buy me new running shoes, this is another thing uh-huh. that's like, it's something that I need, but something I dread buying for myself. Mm. To me, that's always the best gift. And that's how I shop for people. Like, I'm like, oh, what's something that this person would like, but they wouldn't buy themselves? Mm-hmm. Because, again, I don't have all the money in the world. Like, I, I, I'm not... It, 
if I'm going to get them something that they would buy themselves, mm-hmm. why am I even getting it? Like, I want to get them something that they wouldn't think of. See, my mom once got me a gift card for shoes. Okay. And I was like, I don't want fucking sneakers. I feel like you're was telling me to work out. Or no, no, no. It was for it was um, all birds. She heard that oh. they were fancy and cool. And I was like, the same thing. Like, don't fucking waste your money on that. One, I don't need fancy sneakers. Two, what are you saying with this? Right. That's different because you don't you're not a runner and yeah. you don't really you know, I mean, everybody needs a pair of sneakers. It's just a practical shoe. But again, it, this all goes back to what we're saying. It depends on the person. My sneakers are so worn in. I just noticed they're the panel is completely ripped on the side. Ooh. And I realized that can't be good for my ankle no, support. No. So I really need to get them. They're like six year old pair of Asics. I need to get new ones and and Black Friday would have been the time to do it, but I just hate buying them. So yes, if somebody bought that for me, I'd be thrilled. On the subject of sneakers, because I did just get a pair of new sneakers for myself. Why didn't you let me know about the sale? No, 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 no. I had to get a specific type Mm. because I have like fallen arches. So I had to get with them with orthotics in them and stuff. Yeah, okay. But I also got a, um, a sneaker that is like better. It's like more low impact. And I've noticed a lot of old people in my neighborhood are also wearing them. Really? What's the brand? Hoka. I've heard of these. Yeah. So if you need, if you have like weak knees or or like your ankles are fucked up or whatever, like look into some Hoka's. It's like walking on a cloud. Yeah. They're really popular yeah. right now. Wow. Yeah. That, that is a, that is a beautiful endorsement. Yeah. And I believe. <laughs> I love it. Okay, well, that was a lot of fun. That was so much fun. That's it for today's episode, you guys. Be sure to send your questions to dst at betches.com to get them answered. Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. And if you like this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And then, of course, follow me at Remy Casimir. Follow me at Lubination. And we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.